Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another episode of the College Chaos Podcast with me, Jack McKenzie, and Garrett Ross. Today, we're going to look a bit at the uh, finally, like, officially set 5-7 format for the college football playoff for 2024 and 2025, or 24-25, 25-26. Yep. Um, and then at the end, we're going to kind of take a look towards the future because it seems very clear that it is not set past these mm-hmm. next two years. So let's just dive right in. I am very curious, Garrett, on your thoughts about who you think the five seven is best for. Now that they've settled on it, now they've they've agreed by conference. Who who is it best for? Or maybe group of five power five. I mean, I think at this point, everything that you're seeing as we as this progresses and this continues to grow is it's going to benefit the SEC and the Big Ten first and foremost. I think that's pretty clear right now. They run everything. All the changes in college football are geared to benefit them in the long run. Um, with this, I mean, I, I don't know necessarily that it benefits the the ACC or the Big 12 or any groups of five. I mean, it is good if you're a group of five team knowing that you can still get in the mix with this. Um, but at the end of the day, man, with, with how things are starting to, to – when it gets into the seeding and you start seeing people push for wanting like the big 10 wanting a guaranteed four seeds or however that goes about it, it's all positioning them, you know? So at the end of the day, if you're the big 12 or you're the ACC, all you can really do is go out, take care of business, get in this and kind of shut them up, go in and win some games. Uh, Because right now, man, and realistically the odds are stacked against you. Everything's going against you. You've just got to find a way to take care of business on the field. And, yeah, I mean, this right now, I mean, I like it. Unfortunately, this is something that should have happened last year. Because if this would have been the case last year, we would have had our hands down the best playoff we've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Um, you would have had so much parity. You would have had literally every conference represented at a high clip. And you and you wouldn't have had Florida State getting screwed. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it, from that standpoint, it benefits everybody. But at the end of the day, man, it, this is all the Big Ten and the SEC are going to just rake up all the dough. That's what it is. See, I definitely think that it's better for the SEC and worse for the Big Ten. I would agree with that. It in this way, because the way I see it, and I'm not trying to go tinfoil hat here, but it might it might come across that way where this would not have happened if the SEC didn't think it was better than the alternatives that could also have actually happened. Right. There are alternatives that like pie in the sky, like SEC's guaranteed four teams, like in writing. It's Mm -hmm. like, no, that was never going to happen. No. So instead of, instead of doing like four, eight or, or six, six, I think five, seven actually maximizes the SEC over other conferences. Yeah. I think the Big Ten is going to struggle adding the new members to not 
eat itself to a certain degree that I think the SEC has built up the brand power. I don't think the wins and losses are really going to be very much different between those two conferences. I think that the brand power of the SEC is still clearly better than the Big Ten. So in this scenario, you've got your five in, and then your your seven at large. You're probably looking at three SEC, mm-hmm. two Big Ten, and then uh, an extra ACC and an extra Big Twelve. That's probably what you're looking at right now. No, it is. And I mean, I think the Big Ten kind of, and I think that's what they recognize. They want to try to get as many, Tony Petiti, their commissioner, is doing a good job of politicking this to try to guarantee that they have as many options as possible. Because you know when it comes down to it, the SEC is going to get the majority uh, of the those spots. And I just, I feel like if you're bringing in, if you're the Big Ten and you know for a fact you're bringing in Oregon, who's one of the hottest brands and everything's going in their their uh, way right now. Uh, you're bringing in Washington who, while you're just in a national championship, I think the, the massive exodus and everything, mm-hmm. they got a ways to go, but you should be banking knowing that you're adding these teams. USC, we still got to see what they're going to do there, but you should naturally think you're going to get three to four in. If you don't, that tells me you don't have confidence in the teams that you're bringing in. Oh yes. I think the big 10 has confidence. I do not think they're ready to, Frankly, I think see every year that head to, or at least over the next two years that head to head, they have to be that much clearer the better team. I mm-hmm. think they're they're about to run into something that people from damn near every other conference in America are firmly used to at this point, where it's not just oh we need to be there mm-hmm. because if we're there, it's fifty fifty. You know, like anyone could choose us over them, right? Like Team X over Team Y where team wise in the SEC and team X is in the Big Ten. No, I think the Big Ten over these next few years is going to see that they consistently get one fewer team in the playoff or one less team in the playoff mm-hmm. because the SEC has built its brand power. And I think the Big Ten is going to realize just how much of a gap they have there. And I don't think they're used to seeing it so upfront and so personal and so in their face. Well, I, no, I completely agree with that. I mean, you're going to like Oregon can is going to make some noise and everything, but you're not going to match what, what they do brand power from the SEC. Um, I just, to me, that's why I don't like the whole idea of pushing for automatic qualifiers. I don't think there should be automatic qualifiers. I think you take literally the best teams in order they're ranked and schedule the matchups. Like, no, we, we saw exactly why this year we need automatic qualifiers. When your conference needs to mean something true. The second you don't guarantee at least conference champions is the second you open up a team being undefeated through the regular season to not even making the playoff. But uh, that's fine for the group of five because everyone knows their strength of schedules can be really mm. shitty sometimes. Oh yeah. But when you're looking at the power four conferences, you have to have those champions in the playoff. You have to. No, yeah, your champions would get in. What I'm saying is like filling out the rest of it, there shouldn't be automatic seating. And you would hope your champions would get in. Yeah, what I'm saying, like, yes, there's almost no way that your conference champion is like a three win, four, a three loss, four loss bubble team. Right. But I don't know. We've seen the Big 12 eat itself before. I think when you're about to see it more common now. Yeah. So I think it's very, very good that your conference champion gets an automatic bid. It's it's not as important as it would have been in a smaller playoff, like Mm -hmm. if it was a six team. I think that then you'd have a good argument to still say, no, just give me the best. Don't give automatic qualifiers to the power four. Uh-huh. But again, 
I think it's very good to have, and moving to 12 gave the leeway to do that. Um, I want to dig a little deeper on kind of my initial question of, like, who is this format best Mm -hmm. for? I want to see if there are any programs, like individual programs that come to mind as like this format is worse for them now or this format's better for them now. Because I definitely think like a Penn State is absolutely going to to be aided by the 12-team format. Oh, dude, that's a a great point. So I think Penn State is a poster child for this. I think Ole Miss is a poster child for this. Probably A&M. Honestly, if you look at Texas A&M, like they're always – they find ways to find themselves on the outside looking in. Yeah. Uh, they just come up with some ignorant losses throughout <laughs> the season. Like it's it's going to happen. I think this gives them a chance. Um, teams that this could hurt. Uh, I, I would say probably your mid level, your mid level bit. Well, it's definitely going to hurt your ACC and your just, and your Big just real Twelve. Quick, I'm looking back through the final playoff rankings. Um. I am down in 2017, and I still have only seen the COVID shortened season as the one time AM made the, the top 12. Yeah. Okay. So, see, so, that, so, so maybe not It A&M. might not benefit them. <laughs> it should. It's it's ridiculous that it wouldn't. But no, that's a good point. It, like, it if you, will. Like, it, it, def, it will help everyone who hasn't really come that close. But yeah, AM. I, I just. AM might not be the D. No, it, it, they might like, not be. Like, Penn State and Ole Miss is a great call yeah. on that. I'm trying to think of teams that like it doesn't help them. Like it, it truly puts them in a worse position to make the playoff. Entire group of five, I think, is better because you get yeah. you get the automatic, and there's the chance, however slim, that you sneak in that twelfth as an at large, like an SMU Liberty situation. I mean, I, I guess you could make an argument either way for Notre Dame because Notre Dame. Is going to be able to host games, but they'll never get that initial buy. How important that is that to them? Um, I, I think that's a situation where if you're Notre Dame, you're looking at it like, okay, we want to keep what makes us special, and being an independent, we will sacrifice the buy for that. So I, I think you could make an argument either way for them. Um, I, I just well, maybe go ahead. Did, did they say that like the Power Four, or the top four champions get buys? Yes, okay. if you win your conference. The top four seeds out of who wins the conferences get a bye. Okay. And okay. with Notre Dame not being in a conference, they'll never have I that just, opportunity. I just wanted to, yeah. to make sure before I started spouting. <laughs> no, you did. But I, honestly, I think that's one where you can make a case either or for the Irish. I personally would say, cool bet. Uh, I would rather have my independence, my money, yada, yada, and I will be able to host a, a playoff game. So I would take it from from that standpoint because I think it has value in your your own thing. That's a really, really tough question. Because I don't know how to value what their independence does for them anymore. That's honestly. A good point. Just like I think it's only gonna get tougher to schedule. I think that yes. like to to build out a strong schedule, I think that's only gonna get tougher, especially if the ACC dies, the conference yeah. that they have an affiliation with. Like, man, what will happen then? And there's also that element of we don't know where to seed you because you didn't play in a conference yeah. that we know how to quantify. Not that I think the committee has been great at quantifying conference strength. Uh, well, like I think but, the benefit with that though is 
you know that you're going to have USC on there every year. You're going to have well, a, a handful well, of the, the ACC some, powers. Some years I think it's we don't know how to quantify you and it helps you. And yeah. some years I think it's we don't know how to quantify you and it hurts you. Well, see, you would also run the risk, though. And I think, I think honestly, and let's kind of get sidetracked, but BYU is a prime example of why Notre Dame is hesitant to jump in a conference. Like, you look at BYU since, and I know we have a small sample size, but they've struggled with the, you know, you're bringing in, you're playing just higher level competition week in and week out. I think Notre Dame, that could kind of be the same situation. Yeah, I I don't love that argument because it's essentially, in my mind, it's essentially saying, hey, we don't really want to find out that we suck and hurt our brand. (laughs) It's like, hey, if you're good enough, you'll play whoever you need to play to go win championships. Yes. So, and that I I do have a little, a tiny little axe to grind with mm-hmm. Notre Dame on some things. But overall, I think Notre Dame is maybe a candidate for feeling hurt by the playoff format. Yeah. Um, I do think that, I do think that there are certain teams in the ACC and the Big 12 that can feel hurt by the playoff format. Because there's no guarantee that those conferences get a second team in the playoff. No. And, like, I know there's no guarantee for any conference, but, like, I think every Big 12 fan and ACC fan has the right to feel on edge about, are we about to see five SEC, four Big 10, and then the other three champions? Yeah, I mean, I I think you're at a point right now where you're going to see that. You'll have, so you'll have seven to work with. You think that will happen in one of these next two years? Yeah, I do. Where, where the, the ACC and the Big 12 each only get their champion in. Well, okay, all that. Let's see here. So you would have seven people to work with. So you'd have seven teams to work with after your champions. Yeah, you're going to see. It, it could, like, would you ever see a year where it's four extra SEC and three extra Big 10, and that's it? That's your seven. I don't think you can make that argument because then you would be leaving out like a second place Big 12 or ACC team that's, and you can't justify that in my eyes. Now, but here's the but deal. That's what I'm saying. But here's I, the deal. I think the logic, that's question. that's a logical explanation. Logic's gone out the fucking window like with all of this. I think logic's come a little back. I hope. I, I hope. hope you're right. Maybe that's just me saying it's different. There's no way they'll fuck it up as bad as this last year. Yeah. But, no, but I mean, I, I think there's no way. Like you should hope just – just stop me when I get to a non-champion uh, in the rankings from this past year okay. from the ACC or the Big 12. Michigan, Washington, Texas, Alabama, Florida State, Georgia. Florida, State. Florida State's a champion. Okay. Non-champion, yeah. Yeah. Georgia, Ohio State, Oregon, Missouri, Penn State, Mississippi, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, <laughs> who is now in the SEC, SEC, is at number 12. Yeah. Um, yeah. LSU. Arizona is the top non-champion that will be in one of those two conferences next year. Yeah, that's bad business. Um, next is Louisville God. at fourteen and fifteen. Yeah, that's not good. Um, like I, I, I don't want to scare myself because I am a Big Twelve guy, but this is kind of scary to look at that and say, "Hey, are we not staring down the barrel of yeah? You get your champion in, but the rest of your conference does not matter." Well, I think I think this is also a good trial run because, and luckily, if you're those conferences, you're looking at everything that unfolded on Wednesday and, and Grapevine, where they're already talking about going 14 and 16 and saying, "Okay, 
if if I'm the Big 12 and the ACC and we go in and we have this two-year run and we're just completely getting screwed over and we're not getting more than one team in, there is a glimmer of hope that after this we can get in. But who is to stop the playoff expanding in that same thing carrying over? Like, it's it's – so I think the biggest problem there is just that they're probably going to want to have it set before the field for this first season of the 12 team is set. Oh, they will. Yeah. So like either you do another two years or like they were saying on 365 sports yesterday, like the next one is probably what it will be for a decade. Yeah. So are you going to let them, are you going to let them? And when I say them, I really do mean the sec and the big Ten. are you going to let them lock in something for a decade before you even know if you're getting screwed in the intermediate step. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, that's a, like, Damn, I think, dude. I think if you're those, if you're those two conferences, if you're the big 10, the, and uh, not the big 10, the, if you're the big 12 and the ACC, I think you really need to try and pump the brakes until you see how at least year one goes. Yeah, but at this, I, I, and I, that is c- completely right. But what leverage do they have to pump the brakes? I think the leverage that they have, which I'm not saying it's enough leverage, but the leverage they could try to play is they're not ready to break away yet. True. I, I think that is. I think that's the only leverage they have, and I think if they misplay it, the breakaway could happen and could happen sooner because they played it like that. But I think that is where they would have some form of leverage. Is you're not ready to leave us yet, right? So you have to play with us still. I I, I just I, the only problem I have, and the 12 team could be. That's just the screwed up thing is we could get in this, have two years, and it'd be the greatest thing ever, and it's just scrap for money, yeah. Um, which is complete BS. But like I just that's the other that's the other reason why as a fan I wish we would wait and see like I know it takes time to organize make deals get everything sorted but I wish that I wish that we were like if it takes that much time do 4 years of this of this we'll see. 12 team or so just let me see what we have before we move on before we have to choose whether or not to move but on But here's the here's the messed up part in all of that is the time that you would hope would be allotted to formally sit down and, and put something together that could benefit everybody is skewed because yesterday they were already given the notion like, Hey, you have a month, you have one month to figure this out for the fourteen sixteen. So like that, that, it's going to be rushed. That's why I'm saying, I really think the big 12 and, and ACC, if they don't think that the power two are ready to leave yet, they need to drag, they need to, not just drag pull up, pull they, a Kurt Schultz and try to drag it out. They need to drag it out. Yeah. They need to 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 just plant themselves in the ground and be like, not yet. Here's something I've me and you were kind of on the same page with this a little bit. You were you had a you were taking a different angle with it with the NIT prospect, <laughs> and it's a good idea to yeah. in my eyes. But if you're if you're an SEC or if you're a Big Twelve school and you're the ACC in these. Really, I was, let's just focus on those two because they're the other powers in this. And right now, you're going to be at so much of a financial disadvantage from what your conference is raking in annually, not only getting screwed in this. At some point, would it not benefit you and to realistically do your own thing? No. It would not at all. Like, I mean, I, and I know the money's all going to focus on the brands yeah, and everything. Th- that's the problem, that's, isn't I it? I think that's just what it comes down yeah. to is that the second you disconnect from the brands that bring in the big bucks, you're just saying, yeah, we are all right with getting less than we're already getting. It, it just like, 
there's no proof there that the audience will come with you. Yeah. Like that's the way those companies see it now. Like I, I don't know. I am less certain of that as a fan of like, I know there are fans like me who will follow my team wherever they go. Yeah. But I know there are other fans who are like, yeah, I went there, but I want to watch top level. Like it's in my mind, it's the NBA versus college kind of argument Mm -hmm. where I love college basketball. I love it for its imperfections and its chaos. And when someone tries to sit there, sit across the table from Mm -hmm. me and tell me that the NBA is better because they always make the shots. And I'm just like, NBA's ass. <laughs> that's, that's my response. It's like, yeah, so everyone's more skilled and more athletic, but there's less fun and less effort until, like, yeah. the finals. Literally, literally okay. Eric Spolstra said last year that, like, the finals are different from the conference finals. I'm glad you said that because that, that runs into another problem I have with this. You keep expanding all this. Where's the regular season going? And at, at some point are – because right now, I think if you look at college basketball – Turn, uh, you're to me, and I could be wrong on this, but I view winning your conference championship or your tournament champion, your conference tournament championship, does not matter really. Like yeah. it's cool to have, but at the end of the day, it's about what you do postseason. And I feel like college basketball, for the most part, I know you're real, like you're really into it. I'm not. Like I, I've tried, I just I've lost interest. But I I know that every March I'm going to be dialed in. And I feel like if you keep expanding this, at some point you're going to get to the point where you're not even going to watch or the college football is going to get to a point where it doesn't really matter to the playoff or like the last month of the season. And that worries me. Yeah, I think that that's – that is a boundary of football that I think the NFL hasn't pushed that college is in danger of starting to push. Um, it's something that I think college basketball hasn't necessarily really pushed that the NBA has pushed far beyond and screwed up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if college basketball starts pushing for more games in the regular season or the postseason, they're at risk of Which hitting they're that. already trying to do. I hope they don't. Um, because like, yes, conference tournaments don't mean much for the best teams in the conference. They mean a hell of a lot yeah, for, for the, the, for other the others. And uh, it's good that they have to beat the best teams to prove it. Um, like, there's a lot, there's a lot there that I love. Uh, but yeah, like I do think even adding five more regular season games to college basketball would make every single game that much work, like less yeah. valuable. I think the players would still play really hard, which is a big problem for the NBA because the players have fully realized how much the regular season doesn't really matter. Um, it's. I think it literally just comes down to like the last two weeks of the regular season for seeding, like to try and get a good matchup. Yeah, and then progressively each round of the NBA playoffs gets that much more and more like the basketball I like to watch, uh, which is highly competitive energy at both ends of the court. Yeah. Um, but back to football, um, I think that twelve teams will be fine right. I, in that regard. I don't think that is too many games i don't think that's going to devalue the regular season enough because it's still you're still taking 134 and whittling it down to less than 10 percent. yeah like 12 just 12 you get up to 16 i still think i still think you're good at 16 i think anything beyond 16 and you're starting to say yeah at least one of those big regular season games doesn't matter because you can lose that. Yeah, I think you're. I think so too. But I also think you're going to see less scheduling and less emphasis of of playing these early regular season games because once conference play gets here, you're going to have to. Which I'm happy with. No, that's cool too. Like, yeah. like honestly, I think 
My problem will be if that becomes isolation scheduling instead right. of let's go play random teams. But that's let's, what's going to happen. Let's spread the wealth. And yes, I know, that's what I'm scared of, and I kind of know it's going to happen. It's just like if if it's hey, let's go play, let's go play a group of five team that's actually good. Mm. Then that's great. If it's let's find the worst group of five team we can play. Yeah. Then that's an issue. I would like to see. Honestly, I would like not 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 like I'm trying to to like completely cut the FCS off from the FBS, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be against a rule that if you want your your win considered by the playoff committee, it has to be an FBS win. I would like that. I, I don't think that's a problem. I think that makes sense. Right now, for bowl games, I believe, uh, well, definitively Division Two. Games don't count. I think you only get one FCS win counting towards your bowl right. your bowl record. As in, like you could go six and six, but if you have two FCS wins, you're matter. five and six in yeah. the eyes of bowls. Um so maybe maybe carrying that bowl rule into the playoffs, which every good playoff team isn't gonna schedule two FCS programs. Uh so I I would be interested in seeing that that rule taken up a step and say, don't play FCS if you want to have a full 12 game resume for the playoff. Yeah. If you're fine trying to get into the playoff with an 11 game resume, or I guess go to the conference championship, a 12 game instead of a 13 game, then take that chance. Yeah. If you will, not, not like it's a requirement. You have to have a 12 game schedule, but no, we don't give a crap about your FCS. Game. Right. Like that, that is stuff I would like to see because I want to see teams take on good teams or just give opportunities to group of five. I don't want only power five schedules and I don't want only cupcake schedules. Right. I want that you need competitive round. balance. Yes. You need a competitive balance in this. The one thing I don't like about the, the 12 team format is the scheduling and how everything's spread out. You have teams that could be waiting up to 20 days to play a game. And you know, like I said, this is a two year window and everything's going to be thrown out the window. It's going to be thrown out the door uh, from that standpoint. But I, that's one thing. And then as you keep expanding this, I'm interested to see because there's already complaints right now about where you're going to put the first round games because people aren't wanting to to invest in them because they're not great matchups, yada, yada. I, I'm, wait, wait, what? Yeah, there's there's like part of the ESPN contract that while they're having trouble with this is because the first round games don't bring the same amount of value. So they're trying to. So what's going to end up happening, in my opinion, is as you keep expanding this shit is you're going to have to stream a lot of your first round games. I'm I, afraid I, that's what it's going to come to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Yes. What? 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 There is a playoff game and you're saying it doesn't bring enough value to of put course. on TV. That's what they're. That's. Yeah. It sounds like whoever's putting them on TV isn't doing enough to market them. ESPN. It sounds like they don't know what they have. I know. Because I'm sorry. Um, how much does March Madness take over channels? Dude, it, every, like I know it's True TV and TNT and TBS. Like they're not they're not mainstream channels. But like, I'm sorry, ESPN. You can't put it on ESPN too, huh? It's a it's a it's a mess. Like, your March is literally over four times bigger. Like mm-hmm. even if you get to 16 teams, it is, it's still slightly bigger than four times bigger yeah. because they're a field of 68, not 64. And they find a way to do it with four channels as in what I'm hearing is, Oh, we only need at most two channels 
to run a 16-team bracket. It's going to be fun. Guess what ESPN has? Two channels. Mm-hmm. Guess what would be smart for the playoff to do? Not sell all their rights to ESPN. Exactly. And you create a damn t- monopoly. How is it going to be tough to drum up audience and then, for like a Mizzou Penn State? But And then you're Neither also... Neither of those schools is like major, major market, but they're going to bring some... Di- hell schools. yeah. And that's a matchup I want to see. You would think. I tuned into the Cotton Bowl this year because I wanted to see if Mizzou I wanted could to knock in. off Ohio State. Like, I want to see if, let's say, North Carolina gets into the playoff. I don't know why I picked North Carolina, but North Carolina gets in, and they have to go up against Ole Miss. I'm sorry, is that not, not that a matchup fun you want to see? Yeah. And is either of those schools a major powerhouse that's been competing for national championships over the last decade? No. No. Not at all. I'm sorry. How is it tough to market a good new high stakes matchup in a game that you know people love to the people who love that game? It's a, how, how is it tough? It's how is not. It, tough? it how should it tough? be. How are you not making the money? How? How? How are you not? Like you're playing a game yes. with something we love. Yes. Stop playing your damn game and help us enjoy the thing we love. You would think. Because believe it or not, you do a good job with that. You do right by us on that. We're going to do right by you. We're going to buy your product. We're going to pay for your fucking channels. Like, I'm... Mm, yes. Mm. It, dude, it's all messed up, and then you got to run into... It, you, stop! You, stop. I'm sorry. I know. Stop but then you go going the NFL for shit? the people who aren't already there. Thank You've you. got enough people there. Thank you. At and believe some it or point, not, word of, it's the same sh- that, like, Places like Disney do yes. when they when they try and like take something that has an established fan base that people love and they're like, yeah, but screw you original fans in particular. We're going to try and get everyone who's yes. not here and we're going to count on you sticking around anyway. Do right by your fans. They will market this for you. I, I think old- they market it for you. They I- grow your fan base for you. Grow a fan base through a fan base. Don't grow a fan base from nothing and say, you to the fan base that was already there. Good point. Oh, I'm sorry. But no, I mean, think that's kind of like what they did with old school ESPN. Like it used to, they've screwed all that up. Like it's, it's okay. man, it, it's a so, hot mess right now. Yeah. Some of that is just the change in media. Yeah. Like it went from, you needed a single place to get your highlights to like, you're on Twitter. They're everywhere. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Mm, nonetheless I, I, I don't know if i can keep talking about this no yeah that's really this about is, it because my, my thing is if you do because you're going to continue to expand and then you're going to find out where are you going to put these damn games because what days are you going to be able to put them on uh because you've literally let the nfl come in and take up half your saturdays when you're going to be trying to play these games so when are you going to like it, it's it's completely screwed and i don't know how they're going to work this out i just want competitive football i want fun i want great matchups and i don't give a damn where you come from I just want to see it. Yeah. Like I'm, I even against the NFL, I'm, I'm not super worried because I do think that there is a very, now I'm going to say something that might seem crazy to place like ESPN. When you look at the fan base that you already have for college football, Mm -hmm. at least a solid, I, I, I'd branch out and say at least a solid half of them watch more college football than NFL because they like college football more than the NFL and if they went head to head, they would choose the wild card round of college football. Over I'm one the of the wild them. card round of the NFL. 
I'm completely one of those You're people. You're not going to beat the Super Bowl. You might not beat the NFC and AFC Championship weekend. But chances are you will get what you need from the wild card round. Yep. You will get what you need from the other rounds. And wait, it's almost like once it gets to those later rounds, they only play on Sundays. Huh. Who knew? Good times. I'm sorry I'm yelling so much today. No, but that was uh yeah, that so dude, right now I'm just I'm glad we're making progress. I'm I'm nervous on where this is going to go. Um but damn, man! Like I just, I just wish we would have had a twelve-team playoff last year, and we could have been Me able too. to enjoy it for one year of what would have been great yeah. college football for everybody. We'll see if we'll see if they stick to twelve team. They're probably going to go to sixteen. I'd be interested to see if the Big Twelve can and the ACC can kind of dig in and slow play the process a bit and try and get any last bit of leverage that they can. Yep, it's not looking great for them, but uh, I do overall think that this is an upgrade of a I format. Hope so. I hope so. Yeah, but no, so that's going to do it for today. We'll be back with more. Apologize we haven't been able to do this. My man is literally running ragged, taking photos yeah. of multiple sport, sporting events and everything. It's so been a lot lately. We're going to get back at it, though, and we'll be I coming back. I think we back. also just need a bit of a break. We did. I know I did. I, and I, I don't think we realized it when we did our last episode. Oh, but. dude, yeah, that was, that was the thing. I, I feel more juiced, and there's more football talk to work with for me. Like, I, I wanted to talk basketball. I'm just – I'm a hockey guy. I can't. I can't do it. I Dude, can't, I can't wait it. for the day collegiate hockey starts like taking My God, over. That would be glorious. Like, get, get hockey through the nation at colleges. My heart just skipped a beat. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. We shall see though. But thanks for listening. This has been the College Chaos Podcast. We out. Peace. <laughs>